Alex, why did I put stuff on yours? I'm sorry. Wow. This I'm is sorry. All, is this okay? all old or is this? This is, this all, is all. This old. is all. Okay. All of this is old. We're recording this right now, so this is a good <laughs> intro. <laughs> yeah, everyone, you know, we do our notes two seconds before we start. No we planning. usually do it before this. So if you're ever like, "Wow, it sounds like they didn't plan their podcast at all," there oh. you go. Now you know. Do you remember when we like first started doing the podcast and like we'd start talking about things before we got on the podcast <laughs> and they were like, "Hold on part. a second, wait, wait, weren't we supposed to talk about this during <laughs> Why the don't cast?" We record. <laughs> Let's just try to record this again. All right, real true interaction. Here we go. Ha 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 ha. Oh, now the be- the best is when we joke. lose our recording like halfway through the podcast and then we try to record everything again. I That's love the best. that. That was yeah. fun. Um, hey everybody, welcome to the forecast episode 70. The forecast is a bi-weekly podcast produced every Thursday. Uh, we're a group of people who love exploring and discussing all kinds of things from video games to board games to film to TV to random things we just encounter. Um, if you want to check out some other things we've done in the past, you can follow us at facebook.com forward slash we are the horizon community, or you can check out our website at we are the horizon.com. Also, everything we talk about during the cast, we put into our cast notes, and that gets pushed out to whatever podcasting app you're using. So make sure you check that as check that out as well. Um, so let's get into it. We'll just go ahead and get started with uh, what you've been playing lately. Alex, you're up. Yeah. Um. So yesterday, me and Caleb Ooh, played. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shout out! This is great. <laughs> we played a game called We Were Here Too. It's a sequel to the game called We Were Here. Oh, I see what they did. And it's two T O O T O O W O. Yeah. I realized as I was saying that, that that wouldn't play over audio. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Good media. So it's a, it's a co-op puzzle game where basically both people are separated and they each only have access to certain information in like the rooms that they're stuck in. And you have to communicate over walkie talkies to like describe symbols to each other and like navigate um, like mazes and stuff like that. What based on information only like one person has, it's like passing it to the other. Of course, you it's, guys cheated because you used Mumble and not the walkie-talkies in-game, right? Okay, so we, we started out using the walkie-talkies in-game, but we realized at some point that sometimes we would hit the button to talk and just nothing would go through. Oh, that's fun. And we were tired of dealing with that. It's part so of the game. We went back to Mumble. Also, shouldn't we be talking about this during our Humble Fumble Rumble? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we should. Technically. We should definitely be doing that. <laughs> it was in the uh, October monthly bundle. Mm-hmm. Quick that aside, we, we should totally do it stuff. for December so we can talk about Phantom Pain. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fucking so you can yes. force me to play some more Phantom Pain? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna force all of you to play Phantom Pain. That game kicks ass. Anyways. Just... Um, I had, it's only like two hours long-ish, maybe. Oh. That's very um, short. Yeah, all the I... first one is also very short, but it's really cool. All I know is I walked in when you guys were... Well, I walked and got on Mumble when you oh. guys were playing, and I just remember hearing... There's a line with like two arrows. There's like pointing down. Is there a button you have to? No, I see nothing like that. Caleb would describe the exact same thing, and then you'd be like, "Oh yeah, 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 I see it." <laughs> I'm like, so it's like two V's that are both rotated ninety degrees opposite each other and overlapped, so that to where they make a diamond in the center. And he's like, "Do you mean it's like two X's stacked on top of each other?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that." <laughs> 
<laughs> Amazing. Oh, man. Hey, wait, uh, we did it. Yeah. There's like some games, really cool parts in that one. Yeah, and it's not it's not terribly long, about two hours if you're as good at solving puzzles as we are. Woo! <laughs> what a good one. <laughs> uh so it's not not a lot of playtime, but there's some pretty good puzzles in there. And they are working on a third one. They have a third one announced called We Were Here Together. Oh. And it's not four player for some unknown reason. Why would you call We Were Here Together if it's not more than just the two that you already had? To be Come fair, on. two wow. people can still be together. I know, Wait, but it's frustrating. Is the, the first, first We Were Here and it's two oh. player, it's two people. And the second one's We Were Here too, and it's the two other people that are shown in like the intro sequence. Because there are four people shown See? in the intro sequences of both games. Yeah. So We Were Here <laughs> Together is like, you put those two groups together. Yeah. Well, see, I feel like they already. Oh, no. You just made the yeah like they make at the end of uh, Mario Party, after a little mini game. They're like yeah, and you swing your yeah. controller and everybody <laughs> claps and gets extra coins. Um, Ready? Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> so dumb. Uh, I I feel like they already missed the mark because the first game should have just been called I Was Here, mm. and then we were here, and then but I was here. Two, and then still we were a two player game, or we were here. The first one is still a two player that's, game. I, that's what I'm saying. I feel like they missed the mark. Oh, uh, so been one player, made two an additional player, one. four player. A single I player. You're saying. you're saying it should have been a single player. Yeah. Yeah. And then Alex eight players and they then should 16 make a players. We are watching game, and it'd be just a viewer for watching people play. We were here. <laughs> we, we were watching. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> just keep on spinning off of this it's idea. Good stuff. This is quality. Um. So also over last weekend, um, Battle Right Royale was free to play. Which I've always been curious about because I liked the original game before they went and ruined it. <laughs> yeah, um, it was really good before they ruined it. What exactly did they do to ruin it? Just real quick. You don't have to be super in-depth. Yeah, I think we brought right, it up on the super, podcast before, but yeah, so. go ahead. Probably. I can give a super simple explanation. So the game plays out over the course of five rounds, I think. And at the end of each round in the original game, you got a choice of three upgrades to add to your character. Okay. And every, that happened after every round. So you could build around what would help you win the match. Uh, and then okay. they updated the game, and you made all five of those choices at the beginning of the match, and you had them every single round, and you made no changes across the course of the match. Yeah, that's terrible. Yes. So then if you like made a selection, and it just so happened to not coincide with your teammates, or was not a good counter to the other team, it was just like, well, you just play be this stuck game, with it. it's going to be terrible. Yep. You were stuck with it if it was a poor decision, and then also there was it was just stagnant the entire match because yeah. there was no changes. The yeah. match was just the same every round. Whereas the first time you played, there were many times we lost the first two rounds, and then we would come back and win because we could modify our characters yeah. to deal with what the enemies were doing. That's stupid. They ruined it, which was much much more interesting. But yeah, they. So it's like the it, the streamlined version of like buying items to counter things in Dota. Right. Yeah. Right. So what is the Royale version of this then? So originally, I'm upset about this to begin with because originally they announced it as like a new mode to the the first game. And then they decided to spin it out into its own thing and charge $20 for it. So I was already upset about that. And then the other thing is like it's they've made the map a lot bigger and it's now like a battle royale. Like you drop in off of this flying dragon thing oh how original and uh no game has ever done that before no yeah dropping from <laughs> something confirm. in the sky yeah mm -mm. That's the weird part is like you away. choose a character like all of the characters that are in the regular arena battle game are in this and they all have their own like dota style like ability kits right 
except for in the royale mode you only get like your primary attack and one ability what? your your right click ability and then you go around the map and you open chests and stuff like that and like you find the other abilities over time it's weird that's like Very. the loot that you can collect is it like you could you could just open a chest and get your ultimate just immediately Actually, you have your ultimate, except for it still has to charge up. So that's oh, okay. the third thing that you have. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. But like you, there's like three other abilities you can find: the mobility ability, like usually a utility ability, and like um, like something special to the character usually. Right. And so you have to find those. Not only do you have to find those abilities, but there's like levels of them. So there's like a you can find the green common version of it. more damage or last longer or something like that interesting and then on top of that there's like regular loot that you can find that's like some dagger that gives you vampirism or like you know some boots that'll make you move faster or whatever is it is it fun at all it's what uh, you're talking it's about kind of it. cool it i think it takes the strengths of what battle right was and doesn't do anything with those because battle right is very much about <laughs> like <laughs> like a uh, very quick like you're constantly engaged in battle and like you're in and out and you're done and this is like there's a slow start up to this and then like you have a couple of intense battles over the course of it but it's also mostly dealing with like how well you looted which kind of ruins the even playing field and like the skill ceiling and like all this stuff. So it's I not. Also, didn't, just... didn't Battle Right have like um, I don't know what you'd necessarily call it, but it was kind of like a stance. Like you were playing aggressively versus playing defensively, and you had um, almost like um, uh, toggleable skills that you would use. Am I, am I crazy, or nope. is that didn't? Nope, not as far as I'm aware. Unless there's a specific character, but no, I don't think so. Did this did the the Royale version just devolve into a bunch of one on one duels? Yeah, so you like you come across a random person and you try to duel them, and then they realize that they're gonna lose and they try to run away. Yeah, because I feel like kind of the strength of Battle Right original was you have these two on two battles where you can be working on one enemy and then you the other one gets in a position where you can deal with them really effectively. You can like hop on them and stuff. And yeah, you like lose two on like two or three v three is like always the thing. Yeah. There is a uh, two-person mode in arena, but okay. you have to have that a friend. You can't. You can't queue into two-person mode. Oh, hmm. weird. They don't match make that. Do you all get all, like? It's not great. I don't think. Do you get like the cards, the upgrade cards through the loot too? No, I think no. The, those don't exist. Those aren't a thing in Royal. Oh wow, that's one of the best cards of the game. I think that's kind of like they replace that with. Items. The random items that you can find. It just okay. seems basically like a things. completely different game then. Which maybe yeah. is why they are charge more money for it. Yeah. Making it its own thing. <laughs> charge twenty dollars for it. They gave fifty percent off coupons to people that own the first game. <laughs> and it was Sometimes. still still don't think it's worth that. It should have <laughs> been like a it should have been a side mode for the original game, really. Um and then I also played some Electronauts with Frank. It's a it's a VR game game. I don't know if you call it a game. I guess it's a game. It's <laughs> like a it's a music thing. So you're like you're like in <laughs> VR, and they have like a bunch of um like licensed like tracks that they they have access to, 
and uh, you pick one, and it gives you like the bass beat of it, and it gives you like a bunch of stems of like different parts of the song, um, like the you can the vocals and like the backing track and like the drums and the bass and all this kind of stuff like that. And you can turn all those off and on, and then also like they give you a bunch of palettes of different like instruments and stuff like that that are all related to that song. They all like sound like they would fit with the the song. And it's all, it automatically quantizes everything and you can just like sit there and kind of like uh, just improv music and it's it like, all comes out sounding really cool. The like drop mix. In a I was VR about game. to ask that exact question. Because that's what uh, it sounds like. It does sound like drop Not really mix. like drop mix. Do you remember that app that me, you, and Abe used to play with, Aaron? That was um, like... I still have it. It's uh, where you're you making could, like, your own music. Yeah. It was like that. What the heck is that app called? Where is you like your music? Figure garage band. Figure, no, yeah. It's called figure. So you like you have like a bunch of different pieces that you can throw together and you can like tap out rhythms and stuff like that hmm. with like certain sounds and it's all in VR, so it's like there's a there's a bunch of controls that are all around you. You have turntables. You don't have turntables, but What's you have a giant like, point. Oh. It sounds stupid. Yeah. <laughs> you want a giant stage in front of people, like cheering you on? You're on some sort of ship that's like flying through some weird retro looking polygonal graphics it's real trippy <laughs> okay uh, but it's co-op for like two players and you're like mixing and music together it's pretty sick was frank yelling at you about things you would add to the music and be like freak dude i don't match mesh up no take it um, back only once when <laughs> That's what I figured. Yeah. you can like choose which tools you're using at what time and you can choose the tools that the other person's also using. So they kind of just like override each other when you're both messing with them. <laughs> mm. So, And I didn't realize I was using something he was using at one point. He's like, you, you mess with my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, Frank hasn't laid a sick beat in mumble in a while. That's oh, true. Dude, I know, right? listen, listen to this sick beat. Mm. He's two in the arma. I know. <laughs> Mill Sims. Keeps um, on laying Arma videos out. I know. Yeah. They're good. Sometimes they're, the last one he did was really good. Um, I've been playing basically just uh, three things. Um, Spider-Man being number one. I'm trying to actually get through the rest of the game. Uh, I One of the things that I talked with about Alex before I got my PS4 was that I was going to struggle with 30 frames because I have 144 frames refresh rate monitor. Mm-hmm. But... That game looks ridiculous, and I don't like. I don't. I, I. I don't know if it's. And Alex said something about um, something to do with the developer. Like they have a specific thing to prevent tearing between frames or something. But it just looks fantastic, uh, much better than I kind of expected it would. So um, Insomniac has like the specific in-house technology that's like per p- pixel motion blur or something, what? and it looks like really good compared to other like wow. solutions to try to blend frames hmm. I, oh, so I, do- I i know about it because i watched the digital foundry video on spider-man mm-hmm. like half an hour of them explaining all the visual effects and everything that went into that game to make it look so good um also i i just straight up feel like spider-man playing that game i don't think any you, review you, has ever described it like that. I know. <laughs> this, is good. this is original content there you go <laughs> I really feel like spider-man I feel Oh man, what a, a great donkey video. video on that! Yes, yes. okay. It's like congratulations, you lasted like sure thirty six seconds before you said, <laughs> "It's so good." You feel like Spider Man. 
Um, I've also been playing a lot of Destiny. We've been in the grind to try and get to uh, where we can do the raid, which uh, we should be doing on our 24-hour stream, which, by the way, um, we are going to be doing on the 17th. Is that right? Sounds right. Oh, speaking of which, okay, I have a petition. Yes. I know we usually start at 4 a.m., but can we please start and end at 4.20? Oh, I think that's so much better. Sold. Oh, you are so right. We're doing it. Drink. Let's go. Um, Made that mistake the whole time. Yeah, so uh, 4.20 a.m. East Coast time on Saturday, November 17th, we'll be doing our 24-hour stream, so uh, tune in for that. We should have the stream on our website as well, so you can check that out. Um, But uh, we've been playing some Destiny, trying to get Raid ready. Uh, One thing I will say about that game is... um, I really just like what they've done with Dreaming City. Um, I feel like the rest of the game has been kind of... I mean, it's it's definitely lore. It has like its depth in lore, but uh, Dreaming City has so many cool niches and crannies and, um, you know, just places you can go, things you can explore, different elements to the game. Uh, when we go into... What's the uh, event call where you kind of go into the other realm where you have to drink the... Vile. As the ascendance challenge. Ascendant yeah. challenge. There we go. Yeah, there you go. Um, I just I feel like it's they did a really good job with that level design, and uh, it's made me just really enjoy playing Destiny again recently. Um, additionally, I've been playing some Overwatch, but we have other Woo! people in here who are playing Overwatch as well, so we can talk about that in a minute. Um, Caleb, let's move on to you. What are you playing? So I recently got Flipping Death because it was on sale. Yeah, how is that? The game's pretty cool. I've only done the first, like, mission, I guess. um, Because you're, like, helping ghosts get, like, fix their unfinished business so they can move on. Uh, The main character's pretty funny. The narrator's pretty good. And the puzzles, uh, while they were simplistic in the first mission, they were still interesting, at least. So it looks like it's going to be... Looks like it's going to be pretty good. I need to play a lot more of it. Did you play, um... Stick it to the man, their first game? Not much. Okay. Like, very little. I need to play I, it, too. I liked that game quite a bit. It wasn't It wasn't super in-depth. Like, I don't think any of the puzzles were really, like, head-scratchers. Yeah. But it was fun and funny throughout, I, I would say. It's got the exact same art style. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I've also played a little bit of Yoku's Island Express, which Owen mentioned last time. Oh, the pinball one, yeah? The yeah. pinball game, yeah. It is surprisingly enjoyable. Wow. Uh, you just, it's uh, Are really you suggesting relaxing? Owen wasn't wrong about a game? <laughs> Are you going to start talking about Assassin's Creed? I am not. I am not. Got him. I think it could get boring quickly. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I played all the way through the demo and I didn't get bored through the demo. Oh, well, that's good. So, You've made it yeah. so far. So it's, it's I mean, no it's Celeste, though. Oh, I mean, no. It's, it's got nothing on Celeste, dude. Um, but it's pretty fun. Uh, as Alex mentioned, we are here too. Um, I've also been playing a bunch of Overwatch as well and Bloodborne, but I think Jake wants to talk about that. Oh, man. <laughs> We're just saving everything for mine, huh? Yeah. Should yeah. I just go? Okay, go. cool. Yeah. I'll just go. Yeah, why not? So I'll start yeah. with you don't nobody either. has been talking about any of my stuff. Um, so, <laughs> you know, Red Dead came out, so naturally I've been playing a lot of Bloodborne. Uh, god i don't know i just love that game i don't know what it's it is freaking it's awesome really freaking good dude i was playing it the other day and i actually vocalized the words man this level design is awesome <laughs> because i just i just it just came out it just didn't want to be in my brain anymore nerd. i know but man there's a level in that that is designed so excellently it's crazy 
Okay, what's crazy to me is how much, like, because I've been trying to get this freaking wheel weapon for, like, a <laughs> while. And so I've been talking to Caleb, who's, like, further in the game than me. And I'm like, yeah, no, I gotta, like, find this place. And he's like, oh, well, like, you, you're, like, equipping those armor runes, right? I'm like, no, like, I don't have the stuff. He's like, no, you should definitely have that by now. I'm like, totally don't. And he's like, yeah, you just go, like, to the left of the chapel. And I'm like, left of the chapel? I've gone right of the chapel for, like, ages. But I go and I go left and there's like this whole freaking area I just never saw. And like, it's just crazy to me that they put so much stuff in there that like you can just like miss. Yeah. Did you get to the castle? Because I think that part is awesome. Not yet. No, I haven't oh, played dang. for uh, a while. It's that killing part's me. cool. If we weren't doing a podcast right now, I'd be <laughs> there, <playing> is, <laughs> there is a really cool part of the game where um, once you kill a specific boss, these this specific enemy type enemy type shows up. They're called snatchers. They're big guys that have knapsacks. They're holding knapsacks. And if one of them kills you, they kidnap you and they take you to a jail where you start there. And if if you never get killed by one of those, you'll never get to the jail. Which is just a cool... That's cool. Yeah, this and is they're, another thing. They're tough I... enemies when they first show up. Yeah, which is why so I never died to them. Because one of them hit me once at about half my health, and I bailed. <laughs> I was like, nope, never again. Uh, actually, that part comes back later in the game, and it's really cool. Oh, word. Oh, God, okay. <laughs> Stop making me want to play more Bloodborne. We have to I know, it's so good. I just beat the boss, the main boss in the DLC. So I have one boss left in the DLC, but he's like a secret boss. And the DLC is also amazing. God, and the weapons are so much fun. Trick weapons are so cool. What a good thought. So I don't know, Aaron and Alex, I don't know if you know about this, but like in Bloodborne, rather than having like, like Dark Souls has just like a billion weapons, Bloodborne has fewer weapons, but they all transform. Yeah. Into into like other weapons. Like my favorite one is the Kirk hammer. It's a long sword. And it becomes Captain Kirk. Close. <laughs> when you Dang equip it, you get this big. Snap it in, and it becomes the handle of a giant hammer. Yeah, it's, it's so awesome. cool. The first weapon I started using is called a threaded cane. It's just literally a cane that's like serrated, and then you swing it out, and it becomes a giant whip. Okay. Uh, so I'm gonna good. go play Bloodborne. <laughs> yeah. You guys do the pod. See you later. This game. The this can, so, so can you good. hit people with like a cane, like as a cane? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, okay. For, for like you can, until like, I got a, a weapon that I wanted to use over the cane, I used the cane and I had a top hat on and I looked ridiculous killing monsters. <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, it's such a good game. Also, instead of having a shield, you have a gun, which is way more. So fun. much better. Oh my god. You don't know what you're missing by trying to use a shield in Dark Souls until they literally just say you can't use shields anymore. It's life-changing. Yeah, it's pretty good. It doesn't seem like it's going to stop very much stuff from hitting you. It's how it you does. parry. It is. It, what? it is the parry mechanic. While so they wind up, shoot them and it stuns them. You know, sometimes. It feels like <laughs> for me most of the time they wind the up, I shoot right them, and then they time. hit me. The key is you have to get them like the instant before they actually connect with the attack. I'm very bad at that. I know, it's hard. I usually just dodge. Sometimes it's easier. they'll hit me with the attack and I'll still stun them. And when you do a visceral, you get all of that health back. A visceral awesome. being the big attack, you do have to use stun them. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the backstab from You pretty much three. just like grab their heart and rip it out. Like I yeah, don't know what do. the animation's trying to convey, but that's what I get I out of that. every time. I think that's what it's trying to convey. God, it's fucking great. 
it's terrifying when you do it to the giant boars because you just stick their, your hand right up their butt and I don't know what you're <laughs> squeezing and pulling out. But it's <laughs> <laughs> Oof, okay, on that pleasant note. Uh, so two of my favorite games actually updated recently. The first one being Deltarune. Uh, Alex, I'm a little upset that you implied I wouldn't have played Deltarune the day it came out. Yeah, I didn't even know it existed. Like nobody knew it existed, right? They just kind of dropped it. Literally, like I think the day before Halloween, I think it came out on Halloween. Toby Fox, creator of Undertale, his Twitter, like the Undertale official Twitter, just like posted all these weird messages, and the profile picture just went all black, and it was like, "Yo, we're dropping something tomorrow. Like, buckle up, kids." And the next day, it just dropped this Deltarune thing. And, like, it said it was a survey, but it's just, like, three hours of his next game. Just, like, the first chapter of Undertale 2. And it's, like, crazy that he just dropped it out of nowhere. <laughs> have you played it all? Of course I have. I okay, played it the day sure it came out. It. Several times. <laughs> yeah, like, it's... Del- Deltarune's an anagram for Undertale. Yeah. Oh, so it is. Look at you. Wow. <laughs> wow, I thought actually sure you were going to be like, that <laughs> I mean, I'm going to level with you. I pretty much just downloaded it and played it. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's it's pretty much just more Undertale. Better Undertale, maybe? Mechanics-wise, it's interesting. Uh, rather than just having, like... So in all of Undertale 1, you just play as, like, your guy. But in this one, you actually get, like, a party. And what's oh. kind of interesting is the first one was really big on giving you the option of, like, not killing anyone. And one of your party members in this game is just, like, a bloodthirsty psycho and just, like, attacks people. So you literally have to, when you get in a fight, you have to warn the enemy about that character so they dodge their attacks. <laughs> Which is, like, crazy. Wow. Huh. Uh, but it's still, I felt like it felt a little fan servicey. I mm. don't know if that's intentional or not. Uh, it's I pretty... imagine any game that's, like, that cult popular yeah, be right. that way when it comes out with a second one yeah i don't know i'm kind of torn about it i'm hoping he does something interesting with it uh playing through it it seems like this is just a guess based on the demo but it seems like they're setting up kind of a bioshock infinite kind of thing where mm. there's literal lines in there where they're like your choices don't matter like it's mm. kind of hilarious because it opens with a character creator and you make your character and they're like that's really cool we're not using that because in this world you don't get to choose what you look like. Your choices cool. don't matter. And I was like, oh, okay. Cool. Man, you just ruined Alex spending four hours for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> now he knows already. Right. I mean, I, it's a saving grace for you, truly. I, I watched a good bit of it from the beginning of somebody else playing it. It's, so it's I saw interesting. That I, won't, I won't spoil the end of it, but it's it suggests some pretty interesting things about the timeline we're living in because Undertale mm. has several different endings. And so, you know, a sequel, you're like, well, which ending is canonical? And I think the ending pretty clearly says, oh, it's this one. Mm. So, yeah, check that out if you're interested in Undertale. And the other thing I wanted to talk about was Dan Salvato, the creator of Doki Doki Literature Club, mm. <laughs> posted an update on his stuff because... As some of us may know, he kind of teased this game, Project Libertina, that was supposedly going to come out this year. And he kind of posted and was like, yeah, that's not going to (laughs) happen. Which is pretty upsetting. Very unfortunate. But like, so he posted like this whole thing and it was basically like Doki Doki blew up more than he could imagine. And like, he's a one man company. So he had to deal with all that on his own. So he's been like busy. 
But what I thought was really interesting was in the update, he talks about doing more in the Doki Doki universe, which kind of struck me as just like weird. Like, I don't really know how you reuse that universe when it was kind of like, it feels kind of like a one and done kind of thing. Yeah. Like, I don't know that you'd get the same effect going into a Doki Doki 2. Like, well, I, think I just with all I don't the know what that would look like. Like, Yuri being a character from a different story, that may be what mm. he's talking about. It's possible. I don't know. It kind of reminded me, though, of the Deltarune thing where, like, where do you draw the line between, like, a good sequel and just being kind of, like, fan servicey? Right. And I thought that was kind of interesting. Just like, I feel like the follow-up to Doki Doki would have to be released under a different name. It would almost have to be oh, like yeah. a Frog Fractions 2 kind of yeah. thing, where you stealth yeah. release it. but And then people discover it. Yeah. Or releasing it through an ARG would probably be... Sure. Very I mean, Either way, that's realistic. just like so much work. And like yeah, he didn't even is. charge for Doki Doki, so yeah. like... <laughs> I mean, I don't doubt he made quite a bit of money on Yeah. <laughs> packs or whatever for free and i've probably given him over a hundred dollars at this point <laughs> yeah. like <laughs> god bless that man uh and then i guess we can talk about overwatch now yeah um so i guess just starting with what i've been doing uh some of us i recently got into doomfist just kind of i saw a video on youtube and i was like yo let's do this and so me caleb and our friend kevin have been doing basically practicing open quotes Doomfist rollouts, which is basically just like moving through the map in kind of weird, unexpected ways, like glitching over roofs. Uh, because Doomfist just glitching over roofs, not I mean, basically, glitches, but it you're looks basically very much like a glitch. surfing. On... <laughs> yeah, huh. yeah, and it's it's actually been really, really fun. We kind of got pretty good at it, which I didn't expect. Yeah. I thought we would try it for 30 minutes, get frustrated, and quit. But no, we actually we, got pretty good. We did a bunch of it, and we went moved to like different maps, and then we went back to like the first map we tried, and we got the ones we had been struggling on like the first try when we went back to it. It's kind of insane. I mean, is this just like is it, it just cool. a, a positioning thing? Like, so you're maneuvering around a team in a, in a way or a method that they wouldn't normally anticipate, or like what's well, the... it's more like so if you know Eichenwald, it's got like a bridge that you have to walk under. Basically, right. it's like an overhead bridge, and you've got to walk through it, and like going through that choke point is a nightmare because the whole enemy team is just sitting there like shooting at you but there's a lot of ways that you can just as doomfist get over the roofs to get way way behind them and Mm. then like you're basically flanking them without having to go through that choke because you just went around it by jumping over all the roofs in the universe like (laughs) you can you can jump like from the right side before the choke over to like where the second point is or like past the first point door yeah it's what it's ridiculous it's crazy fun it's fun. You uh, like I, you do the the punch and you jump cancel the punch and then whatever you land on, you can kind of carry your momentum to propel you up over it. And then you can use the slam to like magically glide you up up, up and over roofs somehow. Yeah. Like so what you, you actually doing go is up. like punching at a ramp and canceling right before you hit the ramp and then you keep your momentum and you ramp off of it. <laughs> And you go really, cool. really high. I mean, does it feel like something that they're just going to be like, okay, this is actually quite great. We didn't anticipate this, but yeah, let's keep doing it. Or does it feel like something they're going to be like, no, this is stupid. Doomfist is able to move around too many people. Let's patch this somehow. I'm I don't know. not sure. Yeah, it's kind of hard to say. 
Yeah, I, I mean, don't know what I'm Blizzard's going to do with it. It's really hard to do, so they might just, like, not care. Right. Yeah. Leave it in for people who can actually sure. accomplish it. I guess why not? But I guess only time will tell. Uh, I guess the other big Overwatch news is there's a new character on the PTR right now. I haven't played her yet, but it's Ash. Who isn't Ash from League of Legends? She's different. <laughs> <laughs> she's just like McCree, but better, I think. Yeah, I mean, she's I a more snipey yet. McCree. Yeah, she's like the second character to have an aim down sights mechanic in Overwatch, which is weird. Interesting, I guess. I don't know. Uh, she's got like a repeater, basically. Which I think they just did because Red Dead Redemption came out and they were like, no, no, we have a cowboy too. It's fine. <laughs> but they already had a cowboy. No, we have a girl cowboy. <laughs> See? Better. Better. And wait, they have the they have the Red Dead Redemption cowboy. He has dead eye. Yeah. Yeah. He can shoot really fast with his revolver. revolver. They got him. He's <laughs> it. Sure. Can he whistle and have a horse show up, though? No. no, he can no, his, say his, his motorcycle have a tumbleweed up. show up. Does that work? It's close. They oh, also yeah. released an animatic along with the new character, and it's pretty yeah. good. It's from a crane, finally. Yeah, clearly An animatic with clearly another Wait, character right? built into the yeah weird robot knife legs. Yeah, is her name, <laughs> and legs she seems face. cool. People were calling her Athena. I don't know where they got that, but I, th I think Athena is the name of the announcer. Mm. Oh, and people. I think there's been speculation that she's going to be a character for ages, which huh. I don't know about that. <laughs> but sure, <laughs> keep the dream alive. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Ash can also throw dynamite, which is like what she can just throw dynamite. <laughs> yeah, why not? The cool thing about it is, though, you can... So it's got just, like, a fuse that'll count down, or you can shoot it to detonate it immediately. Based on what they were saying in the... Uh, what was the developer uh, developer update about her? Sure. It seemed like only she can blow up the Yeah, I shots. think that's correct. That would have been crazy if she could throw it and anyone could shoot it to destroy yeah, it. Yeah, Like, imagine. anyone on your team, specifically. Like, maybe the enemies couldn't do it, but, it like... You know, That's what I was thinking. Anyone on your team might be able to, but that would be it insane. Seems like her. Yeah, just Checks launch it from out. across the map. Yeah, just shoot it when it's close. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Also, I thought just watching that that it, that was gonna be like her ultimate, essentially, because that yeah. portion of it took quite a while, and then all of a sudden it's just like giant robot dude. What was his name? Bob. <laughs> Bob. Bob. Bob the robot dude just jumps Do in and wrecks Bob. some fools. Yeah, what the fuck? Her ult is just summoning another <laughs> dude. Weird. Her ult's very weird. Yeah, I don't know how that's. It seems I mean, this really is weird. the first so character I thought he summon, was gonna be a hero. Other than I guess a turret. I mean, no, nobody else really has a. I, I guess. can't really count that. I was gonna say I don't know if builders count. <laughs> but yeah, no. Bob just like shows up and just shoots people. Yeah, it's like cool, Bob. I guess. <laughs> It looks like he uh, like the, rushes forward and like does some sort of stun or knock up or something, and then shoots yeah, people. Yeah, he, he runs forward, knocks up, and then he acts like a sentry turret. Hmm. And it, it in the developer update they mentioned that while he's active, he's like another ally on your team, so you can use abilities on him like nano boost or oh, wow. damage oh, trap. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, that'll kind be interesting. Of, yeah, I don't know. That seems kind of strong on a DPS character. Yeah. Also, okay, my biggest concern with her is I'm, I struggle to figure out how she's worse than McCree in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> she's just purely better know. McCree. We're going to have to see how her damage dude. works. 
Yeah. Yeah, she's on the PTR, so we'll play and update you all later. And she doesn't have a stun. I mean, Which sure. stun is pretty useful on but the She's tree. got dynamite. She does. She, does. Like, she also has the hell. She also has the cool shotgun ability for yeah. blowback oh, or whatever yeah. they call that. She's yeah. hyper mobile. I forgot to mention that. <laughs> she's got the fucking force of nature from TF2. She's got and a double she drove exactly shotgun that, that can knock her around. That's what I said when I saw it. I was like, <laughs> yeah. it's the force of nature. She's the scout. It's so cool. It's pretty good. And like her ult doesn't just mean she dies immediately. That is a plus. Like high noon is basically is... a death sentence if you're not yeah. super careful with it. Yeah, her ult seems useful in basically every situation. Yeah, like his, I don't know a situation like, where you mm -hmm. wouldn't be like, go get him, dude. Like fucking yeah. whatever. Um, speaking of uh, cowboys, I figured we should probably talk out talk about uh, some Red Dead while we're here. How many of us have actually played this? Three, three. I haven't. Sorry, what game? Yet. I haven't heard of this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I've been playing it a little bit, mostly Blood. Yeah, I've played you know. a, a little <laughs> bit. Mostly Blood, but you know, <sighs> I've also played mostly Blood. <laughs> oh my god! So I thought the game's so good. It's very good. Like Anyways. I'll play Red Dead a little bit, and then I'll I'll be like, okay, I need to take a break, and I'll go play Bloodborne, and I'll play Bloodborne for hours, and then I'll be like, why am I still playing this? I think I gotta stop. <laughs> I, uh, I've had like just this connection with people that I did not know were video gamers recently because they've all purchased Red Dead to play it. <laughs> yeah. Like several, I like three or four different people have been like, oh yeah, yeah, I've been, I gotta go home and play some Red Dead. I'm like, well, I didn't even know you played video games. Well, I, <laughs> I didn't, but I bought a PS4. I don't I know to play what Red it Dead. is about Rockstar games that just appeals to the masses because <laughs> they're like video gamey video games for video game people, <laughs> except for some reason, all the casuals play it too. All the casuals. All the normies <laughs> out there. My favorite story also was Alex's story about returning the horse so far. <laughs> oh my gosh. Alex, please. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta share. Like pretty, pretty early on in the game, there's an event where this dude loses control of his horses. And he asks you if you can go like get one of his horses back that runs off. So you go and like tame this horse down. And walk it back over to the owner. And so I like spent all this time going to get this horse back, bringing it back to him, being all nice and everything. And then as soon as I got it back to him, I accidentally hit the fire button and I just shot his horse dead directly in front of his face. <laughs> Magical. I was like, do you like this horse? Glad I brought it back to you? Well, F you. Got him. <laughs> got him. recorded that. Did you get it on Shadowplay at least? No. Oh, well, I forgot Shadow the PlayStation play, right? can do that. Like, you can like, oh, clip things. Shut up. Because <laughs> I never use those features, but I was gonna say, yeah, I should have, yeah. So I immediately like closed the application and reloaded, and it loaded before <laughs> I did that. So I was like, okay, well, I didn't murder this the, man's horse in cold blood right in front of him. You? Yeah, he was very upset. Oh, okay, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I think my worst moment was I had just gotten a new horse. Similar situation. I was driving down the road, and this guy's like, "Hey, can you help me horseshoe my horse?" And the horse just kicks him in the head and kills him. And I was like, "Well." <laughs> Free horse, I guess. <laughs> so I get the horse and I ride back in town. I'm like going into the barn and this dude just like gets in my way. And so I hit him with a horse and then he dies and everyone gets pissed. <laughs> I'm like, fucking it was his fault. He should have moved. Yeah, it's I was like sprinting on a horse through a uh, town and they a carriage like pulled out in front of me. God. So my horse hit the front horse and oh, it, no. it didn't kill my horse, but it dealt like a ton of damage to my horse. And it killed the other guy's horse, and then suddenly I had like a thirteen dollar bounty on my head. 
I was like, what the heck? This guy just pulled out in front I know, of me. No, a bunch of assholes, oh, right? Ugh. Do you know how you can you can hold L two to do to pull up like the interact options essentially mm-hmm. on like anybody in the game? Mm-hmm. If you mm-hmm. just like sit there and hold L two and don't do anything, people get upset with you. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you just like you're just staring it, at them. Yeah, I guess it's like they know that you're just staring at them. Hmm. And they, they're like, what you looking at? And then you just keep on holding it. And they're like, buddy, you better move along. And you just keep on holding it and just keep on staring at them. And I had a guy pull his weapon on me one time for that. Wow. <laughs> Speaking of that, funny thing, L2 also is point gun at man. Yeah. <laughs> so if you if you have your gun out because, you know, you're playing a video game and you try to talk to someone, you want to point your gun in their stupid face and then get really mad. <laughs> I'm like, chill, dude. I didn't unequip it. <laughs> But they don't understand. They're very rude. Might be. So, uh, then, is, is, I mean, is Red Dead just essentially like a um, Western version of GTA or a Western version of Skyrim? Like Grand Theft Horse? Grand I mean, Theft yeah, it's, it's pretty much GTA, but horsies. Mm. Okay. Do you guys play in first person? No. no. What? Why would you ever? I don't like the way it moves. It's I weird. gotta <laughs> see what's happening. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, glad we, we all agree on that. I yeah. moving on. Alex, do you use the scenic viewer like constantly? Are you always using the scenic? Oh viewer? yeah, dude. <laughs> if I'm like, I know that's how you play your game. Following somebody or whatever, turn that scenic view on. Oh man, it's, it's cinematic. Cool. It's cinematic cool. mode. Speaking of that, that, can we talk about how slow the opening of this freaking oh game is? Oh my gosh, the first so chapter slow. I actually think is very boring. It was exhausting. There's a part where you're riding a wagon and then a wheel breaks and you have to replace the wheel on your wagon. And I, I guess, mean, I guess hey, that was to do like an exposition dump. God, like, here's the thing though. It's not excitement yeah. in this day. <laughs> I didn't pay $60 to replace wagon wheels. I've got things to do. Seriously, I feel that like first chapter is awful. They, they were just I playing like off that. Oregon Trail a little bit. They're like, hey, listen, we need something you have to fix or repair <laughs> yeah. or replace prior to actually going on your journey. God. The, the entire game seems to like play off that though. Like they really want you to. Is that why you can only walk why in your camp? Yeah. Is that why? Because when I spawn on the far side of camp and I just want to get my fucking horse, yeah. I don't like walking five minutes through camp. Everyone's and like, oh, hey. The pet. horse the is like not allowed name? to walk through Arthur Morgan? Arthur, yes. Yeah, that's right. You're, the horse is not allowed to go through the middle of camp. Like You have yeah, to keep it on the outskirts. I hate like it so much. Camp. I'm like, just let me go. I want to <laughs> leave. Everything has like a measured pace in this game, though. It's it crazy. Kills me. Oh my god! I, I wish there was a uh, a walk Speed that was faster than times. the walk, but slower than the the run. <laughs> because like <laughs> when I'm in town, I feel like if I'm like role playing, I should just be walking instead of sprinting everywhere. But also, the walk is so slow. Yeah, but I mean, the, people also weren't in a hurry back then, so maybe they're really playing. Yeah, but off I'm of like, the slow okay, pace the I'm gonna go from this freaking saloon over to this hotel and i'm gonna do it at negative two miles per hour it's like it's slowly God, it's so slow somehow you're never gonna make it there that's weird but then if you run though the run is way too fast for in town i feel like it's like it feels kind like, of jarring yeah <laughs> and it's not even the sprint because the sprint's like tapping the x button I mean, instead I've just, of i've accepted it. that my version of arthur is a sociopath who runs through town points his guns <laughs> at people and mows them down with horses <laughs> Like, that's just the character I'm playing, apparently. Well, yeah, cause, and then everything that you do affects your honor rating. So, like, you can't just run around. Once you put a bandana on, 
Because then oh. the game yeah. mechanic just turns off. I don't. That mm. one's weird to me. It like hides your yeah. identity, so you, like they can't. Well, like, unless you have a bounty. Like, so on, you still get bounties. Putting on a bandana yeah. essentially takes away from anything like negative effects from what your yeah, character's doing. Yeah, like you doing. shoot fifty civilians and you don't lose any armor because you have a bandana on. <laughs> weird. I don't like. Well, that. also you're playing an outlaw. He's a member of an outlaw like posse. To be fair, right. so was John Marston. He was basically an angel in the first game. Yeah. <laughs> But this is like they're clearly like villains. Yeah, I mean you're playing as a member of the group that is the antagonists from the first game. Yeah. Oh, interesting. And this is a prequel, so you can kind of figure out how they started. It's the, it has a number two, but it's a prequel. <laughs> <laughs> Our naming is so good. Yeah. So good. But like even like you go into like you uh you finish a mission, you wipe everybody out or whatever in whatever mission you're doing, and you're like, all right, go loot this cabin. And you're like, all right, cool. Walk into this cabin. Walk over to this this cabinet real slow. Hold the button to open the cabinet door. Hold the button to pick up one item. Oh hold God. the button to pick up two items. Hold yeah. the button to pick up three items. Wait, they don't have like Walk a over to grab another cabinet. No. no. Why would you not put that in a game? <laughs> I'm going to love with you. I don't, I don't know. know. That's like my least favorite part of this game is that you have to hold the button to interact with stuff. I'm like, can I just hit it once? It or takes just hold so it long. to pick up everything. That's what it should be. Everything oh, in this game is just slightly slower than I want it to be. Everything yeah. has an elaborate animation. Like they went super hardcore into the mocap studio where I'm going to like bend down, rummage through this cabinet, grab a can <laughs> of green beans, pull has it out, anyone, put it in my knapsack. Has anyone crafted split bullets? No. So split bullets are a mod you can make to your ammunition that makes them slightly better. You would think, oh, okay, you have like 200 bullets. There's no way it would make you craft each of them one by one. Oh, no. no. That would be insane. Why would they do that in a game? Nope. <laughs> nope. Oh, I'm literally just like, gosh. put it on the menu to craft bullets, held down X, and walked away. <laughs> just made myself a sandwich. Because I've got 150 bullets to get through, and there's oh, nothing interesting happening. Wow. I just, God, Bloodborne starts and it's like, go fight that werewolf with your bare hands. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm there, dude. I'm That's in. That's how you start a video game. They're really, they're really, really gunning for like, this is a role-playing, like, atmospheric, like, feel the cowboy lifestyle game. Like, sit back, observe everything, take it all in, live the life. Like, Unless you're going to fight a grizzly well, bear, and then <laughs> then fuck you, you're gonna stab him to death with a knife. <laughs> I so I went on the mission with Hosea where you go track the grizzly bear for the first time, mm -hmm. and you don't kill it in the mission because yeah. it's a freaking legendary grizzly bear. And at the end of the mission, he's like, "You want to hang out around here and maybe track it some more, or do you want to come back to camp with me?" Because I'm going back to camp, yeah. and I was like, "Yeah, I'll hang out here, I track it." And then I freaking tracked it to where it ended up. And I was like, "All right, I'm gonna kill this grizzly." <laughs> Oh my and gosh. I shot it once, and it freaking rushed me and murdered me so fast. <laughs> yep, I had the exact same experience. I shot it three times in the face with oh a rifle, goodness. and it mauled me to death afterwards. I have what it's worth. I'm pretty sure, actually, if you shoot uh, like a grizzly bear in the head with a rifle, it will not penetrate its skull. Mm. I think that's oh real. Gosh. Yeah, that's I, so bizarre. Because I had the exact opposite experience. I found him, shot him maybe once. Got grabbed, then stabbed him to death with the knife. <laughs> and then I was wow. like, this grizzly bear was a bitch. They didn't even give me that option, just killed me. Just outright. 
that. This you guys dude suck. And it's brutal too. He like tears and rips at you and like Yeah. And it shows you everything. It's like some revenant stuff. Getting good though? Like get him with the knife. <laughs> Stab a grizzly bear with the knife. Yeah, I hold X to fuck. equip it prior to stabbing yeah. him. So. Yeah, that's okay. One last complaint. <laughs> when you loot a body, you unequip your weapon. So if you're in the oh middle of the gosh, fight and yes. there's like a lull and you're like, let me loot the bodies here before moving on. And then you try to shoot the next enemy. You're just going to look at them like really <laughs> intense and get shot. Oh, gosh. God. Hits, and you always got to get your weapon off your horse. You walk away and you're like, I don't even have my rifle. And you got to walk back to your horse. <laughs> I don't know why you don't auto equip anything. You, you yeah, should so, have like an auto equip. Like, like here's my loadout. Like you don't walk yeah. away from your horse without your clothes. Right. Like you have those on. <laughs> so like in, in Grand Theft Auto, you have like a weapon wheel where like somehow you're holding a rocket launcher in your back pocket and all this stuff. <laughs> In this game, they're like, no, we need more realism. So your horse can carry a bunch of stuff, but you can only carry so much. So every time you get off your horse, you have to be like, all right, got to grab my rifle, got to take my, my bow, and make sure I got my uh, either like a rope or like some throwing knives, maybe, something like that. And then you can walk away from your horse and be like, all right, I'm going to go freaking murder some dudes. Yeah. Until someone knocks your hat off, in which case you got to go back to the horse to get a new hat. <laughs> yeah. See what I've oh, heard Oh, you can is get a new that... hat from the horse? Yeah. I, I just go hunting for my hat. <laughs> oh. I go hunting for my hat and go find it where it, where it fell off. <laughs> what I've heard is that for people who want like a less cinematic experience and just want to play through the game quickly, you can actually get Blue Dead Redemption for that. And then <laughs> it like it like takes out all of the crap, which is super slow. Your movement speed is actually like almost like a gallop when you're sprinting. And it's just oh. like a fast pace. It's like a it's like quick walking, speed walking. Mm. It's, yeah. And I hear Seems it's got good. like it's got Sandshrew and Sand Slash, which is nice <laughs> because they're not in the red version. No, they're not. They're definitely not. Yeah, you know, the awkward thing is, I'm pretty sure we all got red, right? Yeah, we <laughs> like did. Like none yeah, of you are holding out on me. No. Damn it! Shit about blue. I really Sorry, guys. Sand Slash. Have you guys had the experience where you're consistently doing the same mission essentially over and over, where you follow some people to a spot, and then you have a shootout with some other people, and then that's like the mission. Because I feel like I've done that mission so many times. I don't know. Already. I feel like I haven't done that many shootouts, which is kind of upsetting to me. Wait, when you say you follow somebody, is it like a classic escort mission that we have clearly talked about on this podcast forever and about how they're terrible and they Thanks need to be Assassin's out of games? Creed. <laughs> or is it more um, like you're sneakily following no. someone? It's it's not actually an Assassin's Creed tailing mission. It's like someone no. gets on a horse and says, follow me to town. Yeah. And you follow oh. them to town. Yeah. And, and they have can, a conversation. And you, you can, can just make hold them go X at like to like full sprint speed, speed which traveler. is good. I mean, no. There's like a lot of like story oh, and like blue. character moments that happen during that it's, stuff. Uh, it was that's kind like of my thing least with favorite this game. part of the first one. Yeah, that's the thing though, is they want you to like immerse yourself in the characters and the world and everything. So you have long horse rides to town where they're just talking with a dude. I, I feel like Wild West is not the place you want to do that. It's I think not it's interesting. Enough. To me, it's kind of hit and miss. Like sometimes they have a talk, and I'm like, "Wow, that was a really good talk." And other times, I just yeah. remember in Red Dead One, there's a part where you're like embroiled in this like revolution in Mexico, and this dude's going on and on about the politics in Mexico, and I'm like, "Dude, I don't give a fuck. I'm a cowboy. <laughs> like I came here to shoot some people. Like I don't care at all." But, you know, you got to ride all the way, like, five minutes to the other side of the map, so you're stuck listening to this motherfucker. <laughs> like, like the, for instance, this game's the only game that I ever played where it's, like, 
you wake up in the morning time. There's a day night cycle. So you wake up in the morning time and I'm in camp. So like I'll change my clothes and then I'll like go cut some wood. And you, sh- you shave too, right? Like you and have to. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'll, I'll go over to the campfire and pour myself some coffee and like sit down. Usually somebody's there and they'll talk to you for a while. And then like you can go over when your coffee's done and be like, all right, I'm going to get my horse and I'm going to go out cowboying for a while. And then you do some stuff throughout the day, and then the sun starts to go down, and you're like, all right, we'll head back to camp, go to my, my little tent, and go to sleep, wake up, do the routine again. It's like, <laughs> just living the life. God, so it's and- a good game. It just, God, <laughs> yeah. it just frustrates me a lot. It's awfully slow a lot your, of the time. Your hair and beard grows over time, so you can put pomade in your hair to like make it look nicer, and it'll wear off after a while. Your horse's balls shrink when it's cold. Like, oh my I, gosh, I forgot about that. That Jesus was the one Christ. point I wanted to bring up. I'm just if like, you take like, your horse up the mountain cool, in the snow, guess, the balls will like, shrink. Like, that's, that's amazing. Cool. But that's not what I'm here for. Yeah. <laughs> so hyper detailed. God, you know what it's like? It's like the Mary Jane missions in Spider Man. Like, yeah, Mary Jane probably does stuff, but I don't fucking care. I didn't buy Mary Jane. It's exactly like that. <laughs> I bought Spider Man because I want to swing around the city and punch guys really you know good. What? I argue even Mary Jane's parts, parts, uh, parts are better than what's his face's Miles. 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 Miles' oh, parts are the worst. His I hate him. Ooh, oh, he's like a, look, he's a, like a cool hacker. Let me hack that thing. Beep, beep, beep. Hold X. Yeah. He's a cool hacker. God, what I, intriguing gameplay. I can't stand him. At least Mary Jane, maybe. Aaron, how far, I don't know how far you are. But there's a part where you get a fucking stun gun. Yeah. And you can just taste yeah. fools. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, finally enjoyable <laughs> yeah. in the slightest. There's a Mary Jane level in the DLC. Why? Oh. <laughs> does she still have a stun gun? She does. Thank God. Okay. Miles gets something it. that distracts enemies. Whoa! God, I hate. I hate. To be it. fair, she gets the same thing from like yeah. her second <laughs> mission. Yeah. Oh, their missions are the worst. I don't yeah. know why they're in. Also, terrible. once you get a stun gun and the ability to make enemy en- any enemy look anywhere. You can do anything you want in to any fair, scenario. Listen, none the, of them have ever been hard. That's yeah. true. One, the one mission that I did like with Mary Jane was when you're in Grand Central Station and you're like telling Spider-Man when to take people. It's it's a little cool. That one, yeah, that one cool. I enjoyed like, actually. Because they just disappear off the screen. Yeah. Web's yeah. gone. That's pretty the cool. only time where I was like, okay, this is neat. The rest of the time it's like, where's this skit It's button? exhausting. Like you when ever... you do... <laughs> you ever tell Spider-Man to grab somebody and then specifically try to follow where he goes afterwards? Oh, is it hard? Because he just kind of like crawls up somewhere and then he just disappears. Yeah, he gets <laughs> like despawns. God, we didn't even talk about. Uh, there's like a couple other things in Red Dead that I'm just <laughs> I have a problem with. Just like going through it. The like all the other systems of upkeep, like you have to eat and you have to drink to like keep your cores up. And to like be fair, the... I just get shot enough that it's like fine. <laughs> like I just, I usually end up like seriously wounded, eat some beef jerky, and heal up my gunshot wounds. Yep, like it's fine. Like there's this whole concept of cores, and then like outside the cores, there's like fortified meter it's or something. So confusing, honestly. Like, like the the how good the cores are is like how rapidly you can regenerate different. Stamina and dead eye and health and whatever. I've been saying it for years. I prefer like a lighter system, like a cores light. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it seems needlessly complex. It seems like they took like all of the Skyrim like immersion realism mods and they're like, yeah, this is it. Yeah. Let's make you have to do yeah. all of this stupid stuff that they didn't put in the game. So now not only do you have to do all that to keep your, your health up, you if you eat too much, you'll get fat. And if you don't eat enough, you'll get <laughs> skinny. And then also on top of that, all your weapons have to be made. What about like weather? Like, do you have to dress accordingly? Yes. yes. There's a hot and cold system. If rain, like, like a there wet is, system yeah. as rain well, rain can make you cheesy. It's a, it's it They exhausting. literally took the immersion mods. Like, yes. You can yeah. take like three outfits with you, and they're they can be rated for like hot or cold or neutral or whatever. I'm gonna love with you. That one feels ripped straight out of Breath of the Wild to me. It does. Yeah. Like, I don't 100%. know. This game's been in development for ages. Probably not ripped straight out, but. I would not Feels be surprised like if they saw it and they were like, oh, yo, 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 people like that game. Put that in there, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then so that's all for you. And then you have your horse who also needs to be eat or like fed. Has and to be eaten. Yeah. Has, has to be eaten. Gotta eat that Gotta horse. Eat your horse. He also has to eat and you have to like brush him to make sure he stays clean and stuff. You have a bonding system with them. Yeah, bonding system with the horse. Oh, and Do I was upset because. Do you have to re like uh, put uh, horseshoes on him, like reshoe it? No, but you, you can't upgrade you your saddle. Okay. And you can, you you can change shoes. your saddle horn. You can oh. change the blanket <laughs> underneath your saddle. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? Nobody sees that. Who cares? <laughs> it's very important for the cinematic shots when Alex is riding across the valley. It's like so far away from the horse, there's no way you're seeing that. <laughs> I literally, I spent Wait, two is... seconds choosing a blanket, and then I went, I can never see this. I don't <laughs> care. Is it not like when you put like GTA in cinematic mode, and it does like all the different angles? Yeah, it, it, it like the swooping angles. It does, oh, that's... but it's you rarely get close to the horse, I feel like. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. always zoomed away. It's pretty zoomed out. It's really cool, because you just hold X, and it just follows the path for you, so you don't have to worry about running off the road or anything. So here's another thing like that bothers it. me. I think it's cool. Why not just let me like hit a button rather than having to hold X? Yeah, no. Wait, you have to hold X either. the That's whole time for like a ten-minute fucking horse ride while you hear about <laughs> the geopolitical situation in Mexico. And if you want to run faster, you got to keep tapping X. God, just go, oh dude. Gosh. It's a horse. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So you can only either make the horse go faster by tapping X or go into cinematic mode by holding X. No, you can also uh, tap X while you're in cinematic mode and it'll wait, sprint. Wait, so, so the general, make any sense? The, the, no, the general oh. mechanic is you hold X and it goes a speed. And if you want to speed it up, you tap X for a while. And then yeah. when you get to the speed that you want, you continue holding X. To go into cinematic mode, you press the big touchpad thing for a while. Oh, okay. And that puts you in the cinematic mode. But you still you hold to X keep, to maintain your speed. You have to keep tapping if you want to go max speed. I feel like if you want to go until max your horse speed, gets tired. Yeah, you and then you hold tapping. for a while, and then you oh. start tapping again. I and feel if like if you click the go to cinematic mode button, well, actually, that's not true, because if you're doing in GTA and you're driving a car and you go to cinematic mode, you still have to be holding accelerate. You still have to control the whole car. I don't know yeah. why Usually you slam into a building or something. Yeah. I don't know why. Oh, yeah. When I go into cinematic mode, like I'm ta that's me tapping out. That's me saying, you got this game. <laughs> I'm leaving. <laughs> But you're go not, get a drink. You still have to hold X. That's the part I hate. <laughs> <laughs> Just go, dude. Uh, also, so then, your camp followers—they freaking suck. You right. donate like one hundred and eighty dollars, <laughs> and then you see another thing that's like, "Oh, this guy donated a dollar," and it's like, "Yeah, thanks, buddy. Really helping out." <laughs> yeah, because there's like the concept of your camp upkeep. So like, there's a cut of everything you do is supposed to go to the camp. 
So Apparently you're like nobody donating. in that camp except you actually makes any money. They're all lazy Apparently. better than nothings, dude. Ugh. There's also a lot of really cool stuff in that game, though. Like, you can yeah, freaking... Yeah, is there? Because we've spent the last 30 <laughs> minutes talking about all the terrible things. Just like, I really like bounty hunting, where you're just, like, I tracking like somebody down, and you freaking find them, and then you chase them down, and you hog tie them, and then you throw them over the back of your horse and bring them back to jail. Make sure Which you don't like 10 walk through away. water, because they'll drown. The thing I really yeah. want to know is if they're going to implement high system for multiplayer. Yeah, so the in mm. in the beginning of the game, there's a train heist that happens, and as soon as that happened, I was like, "Oh, in Red there Dead Online, there's going to be heists," which would be cool. Yeah, That'd man, cool. that would be awesome. I say that, but yet I still have not even done the last heist in GTA Five. Yeah, well, it was I ridiculous mean, to try to yeah, start, right? I know, I know. I have know. you guys done the bounty where you have to catch the like young girl? No, the Black Widow girl. Um, is that her name? I don't know her is she, name. No, like, Russian, she's Russian, wears like, a black suit. No, she's like... Um, cool weapons. She just like kills the men she sleeps with. Yes. Oh, yeah, her. Okay. Yeah. Like, they call that a black widow, right? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I'll Google it. Continue. <laughs> Have you hunted down the pig farmer guy? Yeah. This dude <laughs> supposedly is like a cold-blooded murderer. And he feeds and... all the bodies to pigs? No, he he got out and no, now he's a pig, pig farmer. farmer. Okay, because <laughs> he lives pigs, like a simple life. Pigs will supposedly devour an entire human corpse. Oh, yes. Bones yes. and all. Mm-hmm. Bones and all. Well, the <laughs> thing that got me about this guy is that you eventually get into a confrontation with him at the end of this mission, and it's like a you know sit there and draw like classic Western stuff. Mm-hmm. And when he goes to draw, he throws a knife at you. <laughs> What? What a badass! <laughs> and I'm like, that's not gonna. My my gun shoots faster than that. Like, how do what you are know? you doing? I think he's the intro to learning how to draw. <laughs> so it might be fair. He's like, yeah, I got this. I'm gonna throw this knife, and I'm not Maybe gonna he's lie. He's the fastest knife thrower I in the West. I died to him the first time. Wow! Wow! Get good. It's because. I didn't follow the on-screen instructions well enough because mm. it gives you one instruction and I thought I was supposed to hold. Apparently not. I'm supposed to slowly press in for a while. Unclear. Yeah, everything is slow in this game. I don't know what yeah, you're... That's true. You thought you could do something <laughs> fast? No, no, no. I'm no, telling no. you guys, we should all just pick up Blue Dead and it, like we can get through this so game much, much quicker. <laughs> yeah. No, it's got that fast forward mode. Oh, no. We should all just play Bloodborne. <laughs> we should just play Bloodborne. Oh, my hey, God. Let's, let's talk about you a couple of their play that, though. video games since we've been talking about Red Dead for about half an hour. Um, I, who has actually been playing Fallout 76? Honestly, probably Owen. Yeah. He's not here. <laughs> so, like, true. I'm just going to hop in here. And talk about some of the fun things I've heard. Oh, yeah. So I heard, A, that it's kind of fucked because it's a Bethesda game and it came out. Uh, but that. <laughs> yeah, they are like that usually. The most Gosh. fun one I heard is that player speed is linked with frame rate. <laughs> oh, my, oh so my gosh. Discovered, Why do they still have this issue? I don't know. You'd think they would have learned. Wait, what, wasn't there a thing with Overwatch where it was linked to the frame rate for a while? No. No, I Destiny. Know. Oh, it's Destiny. Was a, That's what it was. There was a couple of like abilities that the damage per second was linked to frame oh my rate. Oh god. 
Yeah. How stupid Guys, can you be? Guys, they Triple figured a out how to not like do this anymore in video games. Just don't do it It's a anymore. terrible idea. Because, yeah, in Fallout, people figured out that by looking at the ground, they could run faster. It's like, yeah, that's retarded. Don't let people do that. Run at, like, four times speed when you stare yeah, at the ground. Yeah, it's like, come on! I saw, I saw a gift so the other dumb. day that just showed during the character creation screen where they, like, they were working on the profile and they had the frames for, like frames in the top right corner. And he like had the beard on, then he took it off, and he looked back in the top right corner, and it's like an extra five frames. He's like, yes. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Unreal. In freaking Fallout Four, the first time I went to pick a lock, when you go into the lockpick screen, <laughs> the frame rate jumps up to like twenty four hundred. So I immediately broke every single lockpick I had. <laughs> Instantly, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> like you weren't touching anything. It's just like, take out the lockpicks. Okay, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, it's so dumb. My favorite one, the first time I tried lockpicking Fallout 4, it's like a master level lock, so I go up to it and I like open it and I'm like, I try like once and I'm like, man, that's really hard. So I back up and then the door just falls open. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, I win. <laughs> and then you got the gun that just made the, the first half of the game super easy. Yeah, the freeze gun. And I was oh like, dude, gosh. game over, I won. Fallout 76 just the... fell off. The thing I heard was that there's no FOV adjustment, so people, of course, went into the INI to try to figure out how to do it manually. Of course. Of course. And when you adjust the field of view, the UI is linked to it. God so if you put it, it up, <laughs> the UI goes off the screen. Come on, guys. This is some it's not that hard, guys. You, yeah, you've not made that hard games before. Games, right, <laughs> They've made games before. <laughs> They figured out the issues and they fixed them. They've made Why MMOs they before. Them? Is Elder Scrolls Online also fucked still? <laughs> like, Most are they not talking I know, to those guys? Solid. I don't understand. Man. Oh my goodness. Did Sounds you hear like anything a great else about game. this game? Yes, yeah, so excited. It may be as or good as Odyssey. Who knows? There's no NPCs, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. God damn it, Fallout. What are you doing? <laughs> Who's buying this I game? I heard that. <laughs> don't don't what? What did you hear? There's no There's NPCs. No NPCs. No yeah. NPCs. None. I think it's yeah. all player driven. I think there Why are some robots, you... aren't there? I don't know. Whatever. Who the that fuck? That sounds cares? terrible. I've seen some videos where like people are looking at, like you just go look at the water, and the water effects are just god awful. <sighs> like you just like certain texture things are terrible, and it runs not oh, great. Man. Is it out out or is it in like a it's weird in beta right now? It was in beta, okay. but it's not okay. long until it I was going to say it's right? like two really? weeks or something before it comes out. So like uh, like a fake beta. It's one of those. Yeah. Well, I'm getting depressed talking about Fallout 76. So let's, let's talk about something on. that's much more exciting. Diablo Immortal. <laughs> yeah, what they literally that? didn't get laughed <sighs> off the stage. Have you not heard about this, Caleb? Oh, no. man. Oh, God. it was Wait. bad. To Maybe. preface it, it was so bad that during the Q&A section, someone asked if it was a yes. belated April Fool's joke. <laughs> so yes, bad. heard about it. Oh, man. The memes that have come out from when they were like, okay, so let's back up for a second. Yeah. Diablo what Mortal, is it? Uh, BlizzCon happened, and they were kind of expecting the next Diablo game. You know, because, because they've been hyping something yeah, for a while hyping now. Things. And then, so they got up on stage, and they're like, so we made this exclusive mobile title. And it's essentially, is it? It's Diablo 2, essentially, right? Like, it's Diablo 3. Is it Diablo 3? Oh, is okay. it? Well, it's skins of Diablo 3. Jesus. And it's outsourced. It's not even made. 
It's not even being made by Blizzard. So it's outsourced to a Chinese developer, and people have been looking at footage, and they're pretty sure it's a reskin of a different Chinese mobile game that's already out. <laughs> so they're on stage talking about this. <clears throat> of course, the guy asked the April Fool's question, which was fantastic. But then at some point, they somebody asked if they were planning on porting it to PC so that they could play it. And the guy was just like, well, what we planned on doing is making this a mobile exclusive, but we're also going not only for Android, but for iOS. And like <laughs> the whole crowd just like loses their mind. So I don't remember who it was, but one they of them said, them. wait a second, don't you guys all have phones? Like live from the stage yelled at the crowd. I'm just thinking, okay, this is, this is going well. So from that, there's been all these memes that have popped up, which have been absolutely great. Um, I don't remember what the one I sent you the other day was, Alex. But it was about uh, Elder Scrolls Six being a mobile title. <laughs> no, that's not the one I'm talking about. Or some, that's the one you sent me. Oh no, I was talking. <laughs> I remember what it was. It was the one about where he, he's standing on the stage and he's like, um, "But we don't want anal." And the guy's like, "Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't you guys all have butts?" <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh, wow. Man. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how you misread your core audience so hard. <laughs> that is like, like, of any core audience, I mean, Blizzard fans are freaking crazy. I don't... I'm Blizzard. Yeah. The, the, just, the artifact announcement went pretty poorly. Not that poorly, But I, I think, feel like it's the same poorly. thing. Like, if you're gonna make a weird spinoff that doesn't appeal to your core audience, don't hype it to your core audience! Yeah. yeah. Maybe not like, a good idea. Like, just fucking come out with it and be like, hey, here's this thing. That way your core audience goes, yeah. okay, cool, I don't care. And the people who will be interested go, oh, I didn't know that. Like, they've yeah. been hyping Diablo news for a while, and people specifically paid plane tickets and tickets to blizzcon to go be there when they announce the next big thing it's a fucking mobile game and it's a freaking mobile title that's not even made by blizzard my yeah. my favorite uh sort of image that i've seen just recently was just a photo of them on the stage doing the announcement for diablo immortal and it's just a steve jobs quote where he's talking about how when marketing people begin to determine the direction of a company like they decide what they're going to make and product developers can no longer make products. So people just lose the vision of what you're trying to produce for your, like mm. your audience. Have you seen the interview that that quote comes from? No. Cause I saw it pop up the other day and I watched the video. It's like a few minutes long and he talks about Xerox and how they could be like the top tech company in the world right now. If they had actually Done like something. kept on doing what they were doing instead of letting the marketing people get in the way. Huh? I think that's actually quite good. It's really cool. Uh, I mentioned Artifact. It looks like they're going to have a um, big tournament this weekend that's going to be streamed on Steam TV, which is like the first big stream of their gameplay, I guess. Hmm. Hmm. And it's right before the beta starts. Which the beta starts uh, how long before release? Two weeks before release. <laughs> Maybe like a week and a half before release. Man, we are doing things well these days. <laughs> they originally Caleb. said beta in October. And it's like yeah. kept on pushing it back. Yeah. Since making video games is so easy for uh -huh. you, Caleb, why don't you just go work for one of these companies that can't figure it out? Hey, man. I applied to Valve. <laughs> How'd that go? It's not my fault. Their minimum on... work experience is five years. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I've not been alive long enough to have that. <laughs> You'll get there eventually. Sorry, dude. 
Um, let's so let's uh, jump out of video games and talk about a couple other games. things. Um, number jump one, video being... games and back into video game related <laughs> TV. Yep, pretty much. Uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, Castlevania season two. You guys all watched it? No. Guys, a few episodes. Dude, I haven't even watched to. Castlevania one. Like, really? well, lucky you. It's only four episodes, so should be easy to watch. Am I the only one who's watched it? I freaking binge watched binge watched it in one night. Wow, it's only yeah, eight episodes. That's not all that much. You have a problem. <laughs> it was still great. It's it still like still... two and a half hours. It's four hours. They're about thirty minutes. It's still four hours. Yeah, oh, they're, they're thirty minutes, minutes each. Yeah, I was done about like three a.m. and I was like, oh, hey, <laughs> probably go to bed. Um. Man, I really encourage you to watch it. It's really freaking good. I was very impressed. I mean, we've except for Jake, I'm pretty sure you guys have both seen season one. Season, yeah. quote unquote, season one. Well, season two is great. Um, they do a lot of, I think one of the best parts about that show is it's not entirely action. There is mm-hmm. a lot of story building, a lot of slow paced sections. And then when they do get into the action portions, it's so well done. That you're just like, okay, I'm totally okay with the entire time, like the two episodes that I waited for something to happen. This is, this is great. The animation during fights is so well done. It's so good. Yeah, you thought it was good in one. You, sh- you get one done watching <laughs> season two, it's going to blow your mind. Outside of fights, the animation bothers me a little bit because things... Animation style just looks amazing. It's yeah. like they really, really prioritize their budget. Yeah. Here's what I want to know. Does anyone at any point talk about orbs and how important it is to the plot that they get these <laughs> orbs? Because I only watch anime that's about orbs. I don't believe anyone talks about orbs. I'm out. At least not in the first, that's in the first season. Not in the second season either. Oh, uh, damn no it. Mm, guess can't that's why it. I love Ruby so much. It's all about them <laughs> orbs in season four, apparently. Okay. Uh... I was wondering where we were going with this. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, just like, hate I Ruby and I'll take any opportunity to dunk on it. <laughs> I hate Ruby after season four. Post season three. Yes, season three was amazing, and then season four was about orbs. Man, season three was so good. Yeah. So good. And then they were like, okay, but what about orbs? Crazy good. Let me tell you about these orbs, though. That have never been episode. introduced before. No, they're just that's like, yeah, <laughs> these orbs are important. It's like, what are the orbs? And it's like, eh. That's, that's orbs. Well, to be one fair, my... first it was like these quote maidens are very important. And what are they? Like keys to the orbs, maybe? <laughs> Not really sure, honestly. It's unclear. <laughs> like they're supposed to be really powerful, but then some girl just beats one of them up. So yeah, it's like they're not that no powerful, problem. I guess. They're like medium powerful. Uh, but the next season of Ruby's coming out now, so you know, no, go I bet watch it's gonna be that. great. It's probably are they gonna, are they gonna just if, like, if start... it's good? I'll break down and watch season five. They should just know, continue man. like they should just pick up after season three and just not even talk about just season four anymore. Like season four didn't <laughs> okay. happen. Yeah, Cereal, let's just get more velvet. Serial the yeah. podcast like they just started season three and all of their promo stuff. It's always like, hey, so you remember when we did that podcast serial season one? And we talked about that murder up in Baltimore. Yeah, we're doing that again. Like they don't even mention season two. <laughs> wow forget it forget it even happened it's, this might as well be season two it's great um so some other video things alex i know you watched a quality truth or day quality film the best tell us about horror it. film of 2018 um i just real quick wanted to mention this because it's a terrible movie but it has an amazing ending and i want to ruin it 
Oh, hit so, me. Please. <laughs> do it. Let's do it. This entire movie. So the, the premise is it's a haunted truth or dare game. These people go on uh, spring break to Mexico and they play truth or dare in, in this haunted place. And then the truth or dare game follows them home and it keeps on asking them truth or dare. And if they don't do the truth or the dare, then it'll kill them. And then the things that they have to do are really bad. Like at one point, somebody has to break somebody else's hand. At one point, somebody has to like drink a whole bottle of vodka and walk on the edge of the roof okay. a bunch until they finish it. So I'm not crap. like a doctor, right? Yeah. But if it's truth or dare... Yes. One of those <laughs> feels really good to me. Okay, like, I'm so feeling good. The other premise is that when the game originally started, they played two truths and a dare, not regular truth or dare. So you, um, only two people can do truth before somebody has to do dare. That's cheating, but that fine. That's yeah. contrived. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the truths are also like there's a gay character and the one of the truths makes him come out to his dad and his dad's like very strict about stuff like that. Anyway... Um, you're... the entire movie sets it up to make these characters seem like morally like good and, and righteous and just and like the, the main character at the beginning of the movie is like getting ready to go out and join like uh, some sort of missions trip where they're like building houses for people and stuff like this and um, they convince her to go on spring break instead and, and every decision that everybody makes throughout the entire film is like for the good of everybody else like since you have to do two truths before or since you have to do a dare every two truths there's some characters that'll be like i'm going to take the dare because if i don't take the dare then you're going to have to take the dare and it's all these like moral high ground choices you get to the end of the movie there's two characters left they somehow convince the, de the demon that is controlling the truth or dare thing to join the game and then they ask the demon a truth and they ask it how to get out of the game alive and he says there's no way to do it you're going to die or no. you can get more people to join the game and so like it'll delay your turn essentially and so they the one of the characters has like a popular youtube channel and they make a youtube video the other rule is that once you're asked truth or dare you're in the game like you can't refuse so they make a youtube video and broadcast it to the entire world asking them truth or dare and essentially get all these millions of people to join into this death game wow and like curse the planet to be forever in this deadly truth or dare game amazing I was like blown away when that happened. That is a sharp turn from being <laughs> an upstanding citizen to just create like mass genocide, essentially. Yeah. I was like, what the heck just happened? It was because now they're going to take millions of people have to play before it gets back to their turn again. So they're like safe for a long time. Wait, so essentially, if you're in this game, you just die, period. End of story. Well, eventually. Eventually. Everyone dies eventually, though. You know, hey, you just need to get seven billion people in on the game, and you may never even get your turn. Why didn't you they die. just like? Why didn't they just dare the thing to let them both win the game? Yeah, the that feels like a smarter truth. choice. You, yeah, Dude, you, the you have to ask it truth or dare, and it chose Wait, truth. Wait, I thought it went in order. No, no, no. It's you get to choose, but if the previous two people both chose truth, then you have to pick dare. Doesn't yeah, it seem saying. like rather so, than including the entire universe, just go around a few more times until you can get it on dare? Yeah. And then you <laughs> and get then out. That's what I'm itself. saying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I dare you to end the game forever. Who cares? What? You stupid idiot. You get them. That's the alternate ending they have only on the Blu-ray release. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to get this on Blu-ray. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> um, somebody else watched uh, something did. else. What so watch, yesterday, 
I watched a Nicolas Cage film called Mom and Dad. <laughs> I bet it was amazing. Oh my God, it's great. Was he the dad? He was the dad. Mm, so the mom. It's was actually, he also the mom? He was unfortunately <laughs> like one no. Was Norbit. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's, it's just like Norbit. <laughs> but so it's a world where like some weird thing like happens. It's like suggested to be like a radio signal or like on TV or something. But it makes parents enter like a blood rage to kill their children. Okay. And that's the movie. <laughs> and that's it's crazy. Right. Like, it's just bananas. Is he great in it? Is Nick Cage He's amazing? He's incredible. There's this one scene. I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> but everyone watching, we re affectionately refer to it as the titty car scene. Oh, what? It's magical. It just, it's not like... It's a flashback, and it just, like, happens. Like, you're just watching this movie, and then they're like, boom, titty car. And you're like, whoa, whoa. Wait, I'm, I'm very confused. Is, like, the car, like, composed? It's a regular car, but there's a lot of titties involved. <laughs> you feel me? It's I just, feel you. I feel there's you. There's no, like, buildup. Like, it's, it's just, just like, a flashback in Nicolas Cage's life. And it's like, yeah. Well, I mean, that's there's how just a lot of titties happen. in this car now. It's how they happen in real life. I mean, there's never any buildup to when you're gonna think about a you know past memory. It's just bam. I guess like he's literally he's like getting in his car, and then it's like bam, here's this scene, and then they just like move on. He like eats a Snickers bar, and it's like, <laughs> hello. Did the scene matter at all? No. Okay. <laughs> like we really need to get this PG thirteen rating. They do in it here. a lot where like. Like, literally, there's a part, they go down, like, the kids are hiding from their parents. So they go down in the basement, and there's, like, all this, like, wreckage. And then it flashes back to Nicolas Cage building a pool table in the basement. And it's like, I don't care. Like, he's trying to kill his children <laughs> with a sawzall right now. Like, I don't care that he built a pool table at one point. Like, irrelevant. Oh, but man. that scene goes on for, like, 15 minutes. It's insane. Seems like a great Nick Cage classic we can it's, add to it the kind of is. repertoire. <laughs> On multiple mm -hmm. occasions, he's got the saws off, and he goes, it saws all. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> of course he does. It's does he Nick do the face, Cage. too? Oh, uh, he does a lot of faces. <laughs> it's a great film. Is this a recent film? Uh, according to the internet, it came out January of this year. Oh, my so, God. So, wow. movie of the year. I guess. Straight up. Yeah, we don't even need to vote on it. <laughs> yeah, it's settled. We don't even do a list for this, which is good, because this wow. one would just It would just top win it. automatically. I agree. Oh, it's so good. Um, I want to talk about... Uh, let's move on to some board game stuff, so we can talk about some board games before we wrap up. Um, number one being Ravine. I yeah, don't know so who I played this. Kick oh, started, I kickstarted Ravine a while back, and we recently got it. And I played it with Sam, Cassie, and Alex while they were here, and also Alex's parents. Wow, thanks for the invite. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's a, it's a cooperative survival game where you're all on a plane and the plane crashes. And then you all start with like one item that you salvaged out of the plane crash. And your goal is to survive a number of nights until you are rescued. Um, and every night something terrible happens. Like, is this like the movie Well, I say alive. terrible. The terrible things that happen are like it rains or you're attacked by raccoons. <laughs> so not that terrible. But it makes you lose health. And then during the day, you spend more health so that you can go forward, forage out in the wilderness. And you can find food or crafting supplies and stuff like that. 
um, and allows you to craft like a shelter to keep you safe from the weather or a spear to pre- prevent animal attacks and stuff like that. And, and it when you're, was... Go ahead. I was just going to ask you, when you're foraging, do you have to like take this really like slow process where you kneel down and like you reach down <laughs> and you pick up one item and then you stand up and you put it in your satchel and then you're like, Not oh, there's still some more things on the ground. You have the ability to pick up multiple cards at the same no, time, you which don't. is nice. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Though, Mechanics of real life are pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you don't want those cards. I got attacked by a moose once and it hurt a lot. Mm. And then one time I ate um, paralyzing mushrooms, so I couldn't use my arms till the next day. Those are very specific effects, but so sure. Like, yeah. I, his arms actually just went limp at the table, and he was like, I need help. And we had to like move his cards for him and I stuff. Did, I did oh, that's move cool. them at one point because their puppy was licking one of my hands in, wow. like, and not Cheater. stopping ever. She so didn't stop. my hands. That's probably why they won right there. He cheated. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. Mm. It, seemed, it seemed pretty good. Maybe I a feel- little too random, but it's hard for some games like that not to be super random. I liked it. I have the theme and yeah. the general loop to the gameplay. It's good. You get you get a lot of board games off Kickstarter. Do you yeah. feel like it's pretty hit and miss? Like uh, getting something good? Yeah. yeah. Ravine was pretty good. I got this game Lucidity, which did not turn out well. Mm-hmm. I think it's really the only two I Kickstarted other than Thornwatch. Yeah, which, see, that's what I was going to go with. that a lot. Mm. And I like Thornwatch a lot. I don't. It has I feel like issues, Thornwatch itself but... is hit or miss. Like yeah. some games, Maybe I'm like, yeah, Thornwatch is. is good. It is. And other times, yeah. I'm like, wow, did they test this? Because this, <laughs> like, this one sucks. Some scenarios it's... just don't make sense. You either instantly lose or it's so easy to win. It's, yeah, you just win by standing there. To me, it's map size. Like, I yeah. feel like that is the limitation to that game. Like, yeah. um... Depending on what scenario you get, map size severely affects the outcome of the game. If the map were just in general bigger, you know, maybe there's like an extra layer of tiles between the core and the outside of the map. That changes a lot. But the fact that every monster can essentially move to every tile on the entire map pretty easily, you know, within one or two turns, that makes it very difficult. No maneuvering, really. Yeah. Um, other board game things, uh, man, just another shout out here for Betrayal Legacy, I guess. Uh, that releases on November 9th. I'm super pumped. I don't know what we're going to do. I bought it, so (laughs) figure out how we're going to play it. Uh, but reviews have actually already come out for a couple people who've played it, and it sounds pretty awesome. Uh, sounds like they made a lot of changes to the base game, uh, like, not necessarily, uh, mechanics, but just specific things about the base game that were terrible, like those little Mm -hmm. coffins on your card that you have to move around. Yeah, those yep. are gone. So there's some like good wheels. things like that. No, it's it's more like a s- square card because there's more mechanics they've added. Sure. So, but well, anyway, we'll just have to Google Hangouts play it. We will. Yeah, it'll be great. You can move all the pieces. I will. I'll move everything. <laughs> um. Additionally, board game wise, we are going to be going to Pax Unplugged at the end of this month, and in fact, Ooh. our next podcast is going to be our pre pup. Oh, pre pup, yeah, I know it's come up fast. Um, Is that pre pup 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 with a p after the pup? Ooh, good question. Because do you count the p for plugged? Ooh, I don't know. So yeah, let's do that. Yeah, pre pup, mm, perfect. Pre pup up, pre pup up, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> That's so dumb. Perfect. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, we're going to be going to that. Uh, they did still have tickets on sale last I checked. So that is the last weekend of um, November, first little part of December. So if you're interested in going, it's actually quite inexpensive for a board game convention. Um, and Philly's not that expensive either. Uh, last but not least, we had uh, somebody wanted to just mention some sick keyboard that somebody found today. Because <laughs> somebody bought freaking two of them. Yeah, what? right. Oh, who, yeah. who do you think? <laughs> Wonder who that could be. Why? Ooh, this looks cool. Let me buy a bunch. One's not. They're good. they're cheap right now. One's a gift. Um, but I yeah, I want to, to check it out. So isn't, I bought it. Isn't that how gifting works for you? You just buy one for you and one for someone else. Pretty much a lot okay. of times. <laughs> I I'll find so. something really cool and I'll be like, but I want one too. <laughs> wow. Uh, um. Yeah, but it is a it's a wireless like low throw mechanical keyboard and it can attach up to like yeah blue switches it's like nice and small and portable and you can attach it up to like three different bluetooth devices there's a full keyboard or 10 keyless mode or boards i guess i don't know wireless keyboards make me nervous it's only like 70 bucks or something right yeah i don't remember which is pretty cheap for a mechanical keyboard I but played Dota with a wireless non-mechanical keyboard for two years. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah Bluetooth. Right. Bluetooth. With my computer who that doesn't have built-in Bluetooth, I just have one of those little like USB <laughs> dongle. Bluetooth dongles. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. And I stuck it down under my desk and sometimes it would just like become disconnected because my desk is so oh thick. Oh my god. Yeah. So I'd be like, I swear I'm hitting my ult. I don't get it. Yeah, no. <laughs> I tried to use a Bluetooth keyboard for about a month. And I was like, I can't. I cannot do this. <laughs> like, oh my god, I want to go left now-ish. Like, not <laughs> now a minute-ish. Like, please well, help me. We'll find Boom. out someday whether or not it's good. Yeah, we'll find out. Apparently those ship in December, but they're all on Kickstarter wow, right now. Early. And that's um, really soon. Yeah, you can go grab them. They're like 70 for the RGB 10 keyless. It's slightly different for other versions. Mm. And uh, the one I got uh, says it's going to go up to 120 once Kickstarter is over and they're retailing. Hmm. It's a pretty good deal if you go get it now. Yeah. Hey, speaking they look pretty of, nice. Speaking of uh, Kickstarter things that are shipping soon, we should be seeing um, Binding of Isaac this month. Oh, oh yeah. The this keyboard's month? called Keytron, yeah. if you want to go look it up. Don't just look oh, yeah, up sick keyboard Keytron. on Kickstarter. <laughs> good call. Keytron. <laughs> Freaking yeah, man, I need to stop just surfing Kickstarter. It's really bad for my financials. Yeah. Yeah. It's bad for my financials because you just text yeah, you me Kickstarter <laughs> stuff and then Dude, just I'm buy just, it. I'm just going to get so many sets of dice. <laughs> so much like that. <laughs> so many dice this year. Oh, we didn't talk about the dice. Oh, we let's didn't. just wrap it up what with the dice. What do we talk about the dice for? Oh, man. Uh, just Pax Unplugged tickets also had the option to buy dice with them. It's like $75. I thought it was going to be a full polyhedral set of dice. And it came in today. It's a single D20. (laughs) (laughs) It comes with a stand. It has a stand. The stand is quite heavy. It is a a single D20. $70 stand with a $5 die. Incredible. (laughs) I mean, the die is like nice too. It's probably more than $5. Yeah, for sure. But still. It's no $75 die. It's not a $75 D20. So yeah, next time we play D&D, I'm, I'm going to bring this just on principle. <laughs> I mean, you have I need to, to use, now. You, you're just committed. Just try to break it as soon as you I need can. to use my really expensive die. I mean, the good news is people who didn't order die can no longer like feel guilty about not 
ordering yeah dice. i really yeah, wanted Caleb one. I was sent trying the people to. an email and i was like hey can i buy the dice i really liked what i saw at pax east and i want the pax unplugged ones no did they even uh, respond the heck there was a response they're like we'll, we'll talk to our show team and yeah, then a month later, just... I was like, hey, did you talk to your show team? And they were like, yeah, they haven't gotten back to me yet. I'll yeah, get you back to you when they do. Email them back just a photo of Alex's die and just say no. Yeah. <laughs> Never, mind. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. Sorry. Didn't realize you were trying to jip me. <laughs> it's okay. come to my attention that this is way overpriced. So so no, thank you. going to be nah for me. The dice no. last year were really nice. There was 3D6s and it yeah. came in a metal magnetic case. Hey, this one comes in a metal And they case. were cheaper. They Ish. were cheaper than this. They were cheaper. The 3D6s were cheaper than the 1D20 with a stand. Hey, it's a D20. What? Six times three is 18. <laughs> Does 20 the 20 is say greater packs? than 18. <laughs> they charge per side. Of That's that. right. They charge per side. Get it right. <laughs> Does the 20 say packs on it? It has an X. Oh, it has, has an, an X. X. It just has an X and the rest That's of the numbers. That's so original. They have P-A-X for the sixes. Yeah, well, I, I guess you would have to assign numbers to them if it was more than one letter. I mean, you could just write packs on the 20 spot. It just have to be small. Oh, uh, yeah, there's an X on the 20 spot. X for 20, because X equals 20. Yeah, yeah I think that, that checks out. Mm-hmm. Perfect. That's pretty neat. Yeah, $75 neat? No. <laughs> How neat is that? Yeah, this is an ash tree. <laughs> you know how I know it's an ash tree? Because it is. Because yeah. of the way it is. Because Sorry. Yeah, you I can tell get, it's an ash tree because of the way it is. Because of the, because way, of the it way, way it is. Can you guys stop saying ash tree? You're making me very uncomfortable. <laughs> is it even ash? I don't even know if it's ash. I don't know what it is. I'll post a link to this. It might be an aspen. Memes. Maybe it is an aspen. Whatever. It's like almost as bad as when you try to des <laughs> Brendan, describe genres. It's Aspen. When I try to what, Alex? What when you saying? try to des describe the, the genre of a game. It's nothing like... as bad as that. Hey, <laughs> I am very good at describing genres. Thank you very much. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right. Well, I just like note... when you would explain games that you had, like, barely touched. And yeah. we all be like, what are you talking about? It's yeah. nothing like that. Yeah. It's like a dating simulator RTS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In first person. I mean, listen, if Jake is playing anything and about to describe it, I could probably just say that, and it would be pretty close uh, to accurate. Fine. Usually it's like you explain <laughs> it like that, and it ends up being like Cobb Blops 4. <laughs> <laughs> okay, shut up. I'm not that bad. Oh, my gosh. Why right, don't we well, talk about Attack what? Helicopter Dating Simulator? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to. <laughs> that is that a game is, I've been playing. Why is that not a game that you've been playing? Uh, I usually don't talk about the games I do for my YouTube channel because they're usually shameful. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Is it anywhere near as good as Panzer Madels? Eh, I would call it in the same oh stratosphere. Really? Same. I think one of my Which favorite not parts... not terrible. One of my favorite parts is that... <laughs> so at one part, you, you've like got to go to class. And he's like, was it Heliport 42 or oh. 69? It can't be 69. <laughs> That's way too immature a joke for this game. So you oh go to 42 and no one's there. And it's like, oh, it was 69. Fuck the developers of this game. Wow. Okay. My favorite thing about that game is one time I was in channel with Sam and then you launched it. 
and I brought it to his attention, and he was just baffled. Like, he couldn't comprehend what was happening. It's pretty good. <laughs> I was playing it right before we started this. Oh, right. gosh. There's twins. It's fine. Attack what helicopter dating sim? They're uh, European Tigres. They're oh. pink and blue. It's pretty, it's pretty great. <laughs> You're just making me want to play... Um, how attack helicopter dungeon oh. you're making me want boyfriend dungeon to be out <sighs> me too man Soon. did you get did you get the email from the cat yes <laughs> i was about to ask about that <laughs> god amazing they're so they've been sending love letters from all the characters and one of them i guess doesn't speak outside of meowing yeah maybe hate purse <laughs> So the letter is just meow like a million times. Yeah. Some of the meows are links, hyperlinks to things, which is cool. It's going to be a good game. Oh, I'm so ready. All right. Okay. Well, on that note, um, <laughs> uh, if you want to check out some other stuff that we've done, please go to our website, uh, wearethehorizon.com. Um, maybe, maybe we can actually do Humble Monthly Bumble Rumble. For December, maybe. Yes. Let's play Metal Gear Solid 5. <laughs> uh, but we will uh, we'll catch you guys next time. See ya. This week's podcast was edited by me, Aaron Juno. Other voices this week include Alex McCoslin, Jake John Federkyle, and Caleb Juno. This week's music was again brought to you by Amair, A-M-A-I-R. You can check out his music on Spotify, or you can also check it out on soundcloud.com forward slash Amer. Also, this week's podcast was again brought to you by Reclaim Industrial, a small but amazing shop of makers, designers, and fabricators based out of Bluemont, Virginia. You can check out their website, at www.reclaimindustrialwithane.com. Additionally, you can check out everything that we do, We Are The Horizon, at our website, www.wearethehorizon.com. We have a lot of video posts as well as links to other content we've done in the past. Again, thanks so much for joining us, and we'll catch you next time.